0: Hello sports fans and welcome to the 7th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I'm joined, like always, from my panel of armchair experts. Smokes?
1: Oh, eye fellas, let's
2: discuss football stuff.
0: And the principal? Yeah
2: look, I'm not any more enthusiastic about the, the previous week's games, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty average for both of our teams. But, you know, let's get going and and we'll get through it this week and hopefully it'll be a better week coming up.
1: The age-old saying of footy, mate, is that um, there's always next week. There's always next week. (laughs) Uh, And Phantom,
2: who (laughs) actually got a win
0: last week, but he's not here to uh, gloat or celebrate or anything. So uh, I'm going to do something that I haven't done for a few weeks. I'm going to crack a beer because I actually have one today. I'm having one too. It's been a long day. It's... it's mm. <laughs> I've been on light and easy for like two months. And this is the first time I've been drinking like on a Wednesday. So anyway, here we oh, go. Nice. All right. So, as usual, I didn't see a single second of football. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> I saw like five minutes of the girls' uh, Broncos Roosters game. Oh, and I know we'll talk about that We didn't even win that. Smokes, you had a shocker. God. All right. We lost our unbelievable uh, game. Thursday <laughs> oh, uh, night, yeah, yeah. yeah. there was... Titans and West Tigers. And we, we witnessed history oh.
2: Thursday night. We witnessed history. Oh, we did. We did the worst we game did. I think I know what you're going to say in NRL history, maybe the history of rugby league combined. It was a shocker.
1: I've got to say, yes, it was probably the worst game I've ever seen. However, at the same time, as bad as it was, I kind of still found it entertaining because it was so bad. It was so bad. It was comical. And that's what kept me interested. And and I love the headline after the game, which was, um, it is the most forgettable game of all time that you will never forget because of the way it finished. And that's so true. Like, I will never forget that game now because of how terrible it was, but also because of how it finished in such a spectacular fashion. Oh,
2: the Tigers can find a way to lose, can't they? man?
1: It just... Oh, mate. mate they, yeah, they, they can. And, and that's the thing. It becomes a habit. That's like winning becomes a habit. So does losing. That's why when you see those good teams get on those winning streets, like Melbourne last year, they got what nineteen in a row, whatever it was, and the year before Penrith won about sixteen in a row or something. Like that, it becomes a habit. So does losing. I mean, the Titan, uh, the Tigers, they just cannot break that losing pattern. Uh, it doesn't matter what they do. It's
2: sort of like they're expecting to lose every week, and it sort of I reckon that's what happened mm. in the end. They just were expecting Titans to score, and they they stuffed up that at that last thing. I mean, he was so cl- I mean, it was a. It's a. Just, as we said, it was a comedy of errors, especially that last the try oh. where Titans scored. You know they had the ball. He just if he fell to oh, the ground, he would have grounded he, it. And he fumbled it. And well, then
1: yeah, it, it, it hit the post. It then bounced. Then he got it. Then he got hit in the tackle and lost it. And then the Titans player just raised his hand on it, it wasn't even a convincing put down, but he, he got it. He got enough. So it was just such a. Oh, you know what? The Titans will be happy they got two points out of that game, but that's all they will get out of that game because there's nothing... The coach should say, just forget that ever happened, guys, and we go to next and
2: week. What's actually craziest about this game is it's probably the most talked about game this weekend. So,
1: <laughs> you know... Well, pretty much all the other games, I think the closest scoreline was about 14-point difference. Yeah. But... The worst game of the round was the two-point ball game.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just, well, they just didn't know how it's to score weird, tries, did they? I mean, there was one try in that game too. That was, that was just the Titans, wasn't it? So the rest were um, penalty mm, goals. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> the rest was penalty goals. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it even even worse. You know,
1: one one thing I would know. One thing I would point out as well about that game, they moved Andrew. Uh, they moved David feeder out to the left-hand side because they realised he wasn't getting enough action on the right, and a lot of their attack was going in the left. What frustrated me, and, and I'm not even a Titans fan, but geez, it must have frustrated Titans fans. Every time they went out to the left, they used him as a decoy runner and they cut him out. You got probably the most damaging back rower in the game, and you keep cutting him out of your plays. It was just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. They still haven't f- I, sort I can't of figured understa- out how to... I cannot
1: they... understand how they use him. Yeah, yeah, they haven't figured out
2: how to use it's him properly. Very odd. And, yeah, it's Yeah, it's an interesting no, way. It's... They haven't. It's a nice way of yep. Um, yep. getting rid of him. He's not going to stay around if they don't. If he doesn't actually start getting the ball and, oh, exactly. and being the player Is he a, wants to be. Can you
1: imagine him playing for a team like Penrith or Melbourne? Oh my god, he would wreak destruction with them. Would he look good in a uh, Maroons jersey? Oh, he's going to look fantastic in a Maroon jersey this year because you know what? DCE's hit a bit of form, much to the much to the chagrin of uh, my fellow host here. Um, he hit form at, at a good time for you guys And, um, you know, he'll be able to, he'll be able to use Perfita um, a lot better than the
2: Titans do He always seems to play good against the Raiders I don't know if it's just because I've like, watched does, him actually. play But it's just, seriously, I don't know if we just play him into form or something like that <laughs> Him and Turbo, they, they're guaranteed <laughs> to have like good games like But we shall talk about that soon yeah.
0: uh, Friday, we had the Sharks and the Knights The Knights got pummeled 18 nothing. Yeah this is the crazy mm, scoreline.
2: Yeah, this, this you would have expected this to be probably the closest game of the weekend. That you know Knights have been yeah, flying with mean, the Sharks. Potentially, well.
1: Yeah, potentially. Yeah, potentially even I I I think the Knights first couple of rounds was maybe a bit of a false dawn. I mean, I I sort of tipped them at the start of the year to be one of the big sliders of the year. And I still think they might be. I think the Kalen Palmer stuff as long as that's hanging over their heads is going to be a bit of a distraction and um, and the Sharks As I think we all predicted They're going to be The big improvers And obviously Nothing to detract me From that I, And again You know The Phantom He can try and piss On this comment As much as he wants Like he Well no he can't Because he's not here Um they are, I think they are a genuine top four contender this year. And I actually have them as one of the premiership favourites. I really do. I think they. I'd, I'd be tempted to have a look and see how much they're paying to win the title this year with, with the sports betting agencies. It'd be worth chucking a lazy 20 bucks on, I reckon. Yeah. They're a good team. But
2: well, they just keep winning, don't they? It's, um, ever since mm. that that first game against the Raiders, we said that, you know, Nico Hines was sort of a bit clunky. He was still getting used to it. We were yeah. saying, oh, you know, he's... You know he's probably better suited at full-back. and then <laughs> the next, you know, ever since then, it's, it's basically all clicked. Yeah, obviously they're well coached. Yeah, Fitzgibbon obviously has got them working really well together, and they're just those just keep winning. Exactly. Their forwards are just they're great. The whole, everyone in the team. It's, it's not like, like they're losing listed. against.
1: It's not like they're they're beating crap teams. I mean they beat Parramatta, who are in pretty good form themselves. Um, in one of their matches In, in a tight game and, and look Against you guys They're down I think 18-6 And they come back And actually got the lead They they probably should have Held on and won And um, you know The Dragons were in decent form when they like, dismantled them So they're a good team Cronulla As much as I You know Don't like giving too much credit To the Shire boys they're, they're playing good football And they're going to be A very hard team To beat this year
2: Well as I said I've actually started to Warm to the Sharks I've always Never liked the team because of the way they play, but I think their their
0: whole
2: mm. their whole culture, the way they're playing now, is so much better. It's, it's more interesting to watch. So I'm sort of actually enjoying the the Sharks doing well this year. I think it's, well, I think it's great I think see. if you
1: look at them from like a yeah a man for man play, like player on their roster, um, you could almost create an argument that they are actually potentially a better team than the one who won the Premiership. Um, you know, obviously they haven't won anything yet, but I think in terms of talent. And in terms of potential,
2: they're definitely there. Yeah, definitely potential. And, you know, they've got Moylan playing well again, which is, you know, he hasn't played well for a long time. So I think it's just, yeah, it's it's really interesting. It'd be be really interesting to see if they can sustain it the whole year. That'll be the challenge for the Sharks, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, uh, moving on to the other game from Friday. Panthers beat the Rabbitohs 26-12. Panthers are unstoppable, aren't they? Just look at this winning streak.
2: They just keep winning and winning and winning, and they just, <laughs> that's all they know how to do.
0: It
1: was a, this was a closer game than the scoreline reads, I, I believe. I mean, I think... Um, look, I think it was 12-6 in favour of Penrith, and the South actually had a try awarded, uh, which was then overturned by the bunker upon, you know, more more reviews. But it was one of those... I think it was a bit of a 50-50. I, personally, I think those sorts of ones should be tries. It was one of the ones where he went from dumbing half, and they were saying that the you know, the marker sort of impeded the, you know, but but ha- how is how is the guy playing the ball supposed to disappear? I don't, they can't. Like, I thought it was a a bit of an unlucky call, and that, that makes it 12-all, and then it's a really competitive game of football, but Penrith again showed their class. I mean, they, they're they the fittest team in the comp, and that's why they're so hard to beat. They're just so supremely fit.
2: It's just all their players, you know, they get players out, they've got Players that come in and you know they they're
1: oh their depth is insane. Just the centre, yeah.
2: their winger, uh, uh, May I think he is. Who we've got to put in our super coach team. I think this week he um scored a whole bunch of tries. You know, two weeks in a row, I think he scored five or six tries. So he's been he's been really good. Mm. And he just they just do the job every time. So unstoppable.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's hard as and you know what you would not want to be a Bulldogs fan this week because my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. They, they take on Melbourne last week and get pummeled, and now they've got the Premiers. Oh, dear.
0: All right. Uh, and then New Zealand versus Broncos. Smokes, take it away, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, um, what I would say, I mean, like, I actually took the kids out to Redcliffe, to um, Morton Daly Stadium, Dolphin Stadium, to to watch this game. And I love the atmosphere there. I mean, I went there about eight or nine years ago. It was just grassy hills. It was a really, you know, typical just park football ground. But they've got the stands up now, and it's. Quite a nice, what I loved is the beer prices, man. Six bucks for a beer, you can't get that at any footy ground, I tell you. Um, So that was a really fun experience. Nice, beautiful, sunny day. Uh, It's just a shame that um, the Broncos just didn't really show up with any real energy and attack. I mean, their defense was. eh. Look, um, I guess something I will say about the Broncos, uh, and I've I've bit my tongue on this guy for a few years now, I've tried to, to hold my peace. I've never been a fan of him. Uh, it's nothing personal. I've never been a fan of this guy. I've never seen what, what the Broncos thought of him. But is it half? We have the most. Is half? No, 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 no. We'll get <laughs> him later. But we have <laughs> the most ineffective dummy half in first grade. I'm sorry, but Jake Turpin. Jake Turpin offers nothing in attack. He is so slow. He, he's got no speed in terms of his movement. His service in terms of his distribution of the ball to the halves is way too slow. It is way too poor, even the try that we scored. And you boys would have seen the little video I post on our, on our Facebook page. You see him. He actually picks the ball up, stands fully upright before part. It took him about nearly two seconds to pass the ball from dummy half. That's too slow for a dummy half. Um, and it stifles our attack. And it's, I believe it's one of the main reasons why our attack is so poor.
0: Principal, off you go. See Eagles and Raiders.
2: Oh, look. Another week, another loss, which is... Um, we're getting used to it. But it was... Um, this is actually another game. And, you know, Smokes might have other opinions. And Atley would roast me on this one. <laughs> it was a lot closer than the score. Score says, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I say that. You say that? It, it was actually close at <laughs> half-time. The Raiders, you know, given... The Raiders, for whatever reason, the last three weeks cannot hold onto the ball. I don't know what it is. Broncos have got a similar issue actually at the moment. They can't hold onto the ball either, right? So for whatever reason, Raiders are dropping. They I think in the first half they completed four sets. Which is just um just you can't win footy games like that. And they were only down by six at the half time. Um but the, the biggest thing with this was just Daly Cherry Evans just put on a masterclass and just absolutely took it away from him in the second half. And Raiders still made the mistakes. And they were punished. And Tommy Turbo ended up getting some form as well before he got injured. So, I mean, obviously the Raiders weren't doing the game plan. They were meant to injure him at the start of the game. So then he, would, he wouldn't he would have to, to play the rest of the game. So that was a bit of a, a poor
0: move. Actually, I did read about that. Tommy Turbo's out for like five weeks. Yeah, he's right? out
2: for a bit. He had to get surgery on his knee after the game. So... But yeah, it's um, it's frustrating being a Raiders supporter. But I think if they can start holding onto the ball, I think you know things will turn around a bit for them. They they seem to be defending alright. They just every time they get the ball on attack, they're just making silly offloads or just dropping the ball. It's just just been crazy anyway, it's only going to get worse this week.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't see a second of the game. So I was on the, the bus ride on the way home from the uh, Broncos game. But obviously saw the score and all the reports were that, um, yeah, DCE really, really hit top form. And, um, geez, Ricky Stewart gave him a huge rap, didn't he? Um, basically said, who, who, you know, the owner of the Manly Club should be putting flowers on Bob Fulton's grave every day to thank him for get, locking him up for life. I mean, it
2: was a huge rap. I mean, Daly yep, Evans is getting, getting more consistent, I think, you know, throughout like the, you know, throughout that contract, he's been a bit up and down, and there was times where the, people were like, "Is it worth having him?" You know, was that contract worth it? But, you know, the last few mm. seasons, he's now captain in Queensland. It's going to be the Australian halfback, probably just edges out Cleary at the moment potentially, and he's um yeah he's just he's he's doing really really well, and that that game it, he just had the ball on a string. That was that was from the start to the end of the game the mm. kicking and just the his general play was just, just amazing. So, which I hate to see. I'm not happy about it. I don't want anyone putting flowers at Bob Fulton's grave and sign him. I wish they didn't. I wish he went to the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bit, a bit harsh. Bit harsh. Oh, there you but get go. Um, yeah. go.
1: Well, you know what? I bet the I bet the Titans. wish he went to the Titans too? Um, but yeah, look. Um, yeah, look. I've always been a bit of a DCE fan. Look. Look, he's not the absolute best of half, he's he's top grade. He's, you know, in the top 3 or 4 half backs, but he's not the absolute best of them, but um one thing he does bring is he's always a very good kicking game and he just nails field goals. I don't he never I think we mentioned it last week, he doesn't yeah. miss
2: them. He just doesn't miss field goals. 25 to 6 just just um, Absolute Yeah, just yeah. for, you know, why
0: not? Just just rubbing it in a bit more, yeah. though, eh? Well, that's it.
1: But, you know, they, they, they did, they obviously, as, as you mentioned, um, uh, Turbo now injured for at least four matches. So that's going to test them. Um, big test for them coming up over the next few All weeks. Right,
0: uh, then moving on to Cowboys uh, losing to the Roosters. Phantom, what's your thoughts? Oh, wait, Phantom's not here. Sorry. <laughs> Smokes?
1: Well, I'll fill in for the Phantom. I'll fill in for the Phantom. Um, the check cleared, and that's why the referee put three players in the sin bin during the game. Um. So well done, Nick Politis um, He's the real MVP, you know, isn't he? Bags He's of money. The... Uh, look, oh, look. The Ro- Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Look, the Roosters were too good. Let's let's be fair, Incom. Um, the Cowboys. Yeah, they had some good wins, and that's good on them. But I still think they've got a lot of work to do before they can match it with the best. Uh, the Roosters sort of bounced back from a disappointing effort the week before. Tedesco had a pretty strong game. I think Manu scored a couple of tries as well. Uh, you know they're hitting good form just in time for their upcoming match against the once mighty Brisbane Broncos. So you know, All good right. timing. And then Yay.
0: Sunday Storm absolutely pummeled Bulldogs, forty-four nothing.
1: I did see a couple little highlights because the our, the greatest success out of this match was the naming of our Super Coach captain being Ryan Pappenhausen. Four tries, he kicked about seven or eight goals, gave us a brilliant captain's knock of 386 points. So I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for selecting our captain this week. Boom. That's all I took took out of that game. Principal,
2: anything to add? Uh, Look, all's right in the world (laughs) again. The Bulldogs are getting smashed, not scoring a try, not scoring any points. It's just back to the status quo for them. But I'm sure it won't last. Actually,
1: I saw a great meme on on Instagram um, of... um, it was Audio when um, uh, when the fox was trying to tackle <laughs> Xavier Coates and it was an image where it looked like he was trying to grab his um, grab his jersey, and I it did, said, "Give I me my jersey that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the best <laughs> meme I've seen in a while, like a footy meme. I <laughs> and have to share that. It, was, the just photo, yep. it was just a perfectly timed photo, and it's just someone. like you know a, what a caption? I was like, Good "Yeah."
0: In the last game for round four: Eels forty-eight, Dragons fourteen. I think we all picked Eels, didn't we? Yes, we did.
1: Look, Mitchell Moses was pretty damn strong. And, uh, you know, he, he was also another good scorer for us in Supercoach. I think he got about 150 points. Um, but, yeah, look, that I mean, I think it was pretty close at the halftime, wasn't it? 12-8 or something. And then in the second half, they just went on with it, Parramatta. Um, they were just way too fast
2: yeah, for I the think Dragons. Way that, too fast. What are your thoughts on the Dragons? Do you think they're still going to be be up there now? or They're looking slow. Like you mm. said, they, the Eels are too fast. I is looking pretty slow, and they're they really just not
1: yeah they're behind that's the, the pacing a fair bit. Well, because yeah, it's interesting because they they rested yeah they rested a couple of their um I don't know if rested or dropped or you know de- uh, demoted a couple of their real speedsters that are Slime from fullback. I mean they they, they didn't play him and Amone as
2: well. Um, Amon,
1: yeah. you know, so look, I think I think they're yeah and Amone yeah. So I think I think their team is like. It's hard to really get a read on them because they've got some good experience in the forwards, but their backline is very, very young and inexperienced. So it's really hard to get a read. Look, I think when they come up against sides like the Bulldogs, the Tigers, those sorts of teams, they'll flog them. They'll 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 they'll, they'll drop them hard. But they come up against like the Roosters, Melbourne, those sorts of teams. I don't. I can't see them beating them. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's interesting that the to me they hard to
2: read. Dragons are doing what the Raiders are doing, so you know those two young players are meant, are meant to be really highly rated. They're meant to be really good. Raiders are doing the same thing with um, Xavier Savage. So you got yep. those two coaches, and they're probably more of the older school coaches, yep. I guess you'd say, resting these players and they say now they have got to learn their trade. New South Wales Cup, so that's that's why they weren't playing this game. They were. They had to learn their sort of trade and learn what
1: they to do. And I think what, that's it. What they I need think to that's do. it,
2: yeah. Like work on what, what what he wanted them to do. And then you've got other teams that just mm. throw in these 19-year-old players and they excel. And you think as a supporter, you just... I mean, I love Xavier yep. Savage. He was great yep. in the trials and he was great in a couple of games he had last year. And you think with the Raiders, they're just sort of mm. lacking that, that spark. To, you know, in some of the games, has been everyone's dropping the ball. There's been not yeah. that X factor. Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and, and look, and that's that's you know these coaches, yeah. you know these coaches know better than us, and they they hold them back if they're not quite ready for. And quite often that'll happen with these young guys. They'll they'll give them a bit of time in first grade, then they'll they'll pull them back. You know, because they don't want to overdo them. They don't want to overwork them until they're really ready for it. Because it, playing week in week out is tough. That's why a lot of footballers. Don't hit their peak until they're about twenty six.
0: Sam Walker, the Roosters player,
2: like super young and yeah. playing a lot of the game. They, they they did the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and quite often when they have their first year, that they'll, they'll blitz it. But the second year is when they start to struggle because teams have worked them out. and And he struggled in the early weeks. I mean, he's the two games they've lost. He's been targeted really badly in defence. Look, that's look. That's what the Broncos need to do this week. They need to run their big forwards. And I think um, even last year, his, his first
2: year, Robertson pulled him to the bench and rested him for a few games anyway during that last year's season, even though they were sort of down on players. So you know that. And yeah. he, did. I mean, he did. He did. were a him bit off stuck last the year. They, they, yeah, they had right. to sort of use him because they just literally ran out of players as well. But yep. he's um yeah he's. That was sort of really it's position really where interesting they, they, to see how he's going to go this year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's not looking like the player he was last year, and you're right. He, he went really good last year, and now he's um, he's been found out defence, and I wonder if that's affecting his attack. I, I think he will have a good
1: year, but it will not be as good as last year. But at the same time, I don't think he's going to have a bad year. I don't think it's going to be a case of, oh, God, everyone's like just going to run through him. Like He'll get better as the year goes on, but he won't have as good a year as last year because people will target him now. Yeah, They will know that's what they've got to do. It's it's yeah. So, it, but you're right. It's gonna be gonna be quite um, quite interesting and, 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 and it's gonna keep keep my eye on him anyway in terms of, to see how he develops this well, year. Well, at yet.
0: the end of round four, we didn't do too bad on the old tipping. Uh, Principal got five out of eight. Smokes got six out of eight, and it turns out Phantom and myself picked the same teams. And got seven out of eight. So, if it wasn't for the Broncos, we would have. Uh,
2: That's it. That's it. The Broncos <laughs>
0: yeah. screwed yeah, you all. Yep. we all.
2: Adam it. Reynolds All right. just kills me. Two weeks <laughs> yeah, in a row. Yeah, Adam
0: Reynolds. Yep.
1: Hey, he's the only one who did anything good in that gun, as you've seen from my... He should have done video. more, you, you know? You got it. I mean, that, was a, that was a pretty good angle to see the try from, right? That yeah, was
2: a great angle, but he should have done a few more of those, and maybe If, you, if you
1: want to know more, go to Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast
0: Facebook yes.
2: page. Let's nice plug there, Smokes.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, season-wide, Smokes uh, 19 out of 32... Who's next? Me, (laughs) 21 over 32, and then uh, Principal and Phantom. Oh, sorry, Principal on 22 and Phantom on 24. So, not too bad. Um, But yeah, I've noticed that the uh, the difference in the in the tips have started to even out. So. Uh, as time goes on
1: yeah it's because it's becoming a little bit more predictable like the, the top of the better well, teams are starting also, to, like to this emerge
0: round, I was looking at the tips and I'm like it's very one side. I think we're, we're going to have the same tips um I'd be very surprised if we if mm. we differed that much Blimey. All right uh moving on uh, a bit of attrition mm. this year we're doing the power rankings we'll just talk about the tips that, the the teams that we care about yep. so uh, Raiders are at position 13. They are down three spots. I think that's pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. that's,
2: that's fair, I think. Yep.
0: Broncos are on 10th, uh, and they are down one spot.
2: Again, pretty fair. Probably yep. probably generous for the Broncos, I reckon. I reckon 10th. You know, they're probably... E-
1: Maybe a little bit. We should probably be. We should probably be eleventh or twelfth. We should be around where you guys are. I think. Yeah. I think it's maybe. Yeah. I was
2: about yeah. to say the. You could put those on the same sort of. They're both doing the same mistakes. The same. This is very similar. Those. Two oh yeah, I agree. When the
0: roosters shot up, I guess, because of last. Uh, they're up four spots.
1: They are pretty strong. They are pretty strong.
2: Some checks cleared. They um they got some things and they bounced back up. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, but look, that, those look those positions are pretty close to right. I think.
0: Uh, okay, all right. So onto some other news stories here. Uh, Des reveals the real turbo replacement in Manley's reshuffle. Uh, Ruben, oh god, how do I pronounce this? G- Garrick.
1: Yep, that's it. Obviously, they're going to bring someone in for Tom Trebouevich, so that's um, obviously a big thing there. And um, I guess the one, other the one that's going to be interesting, and I, I made comment of 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 Jake Turpin in my Broncos wrap up before um Corey Pakes um, has been named on the bench. he's a much quicker option out of dummy half. a little bit disappointed that Kevin just didn't dump Jake straight from the team and bring Corey in to start but maybe that'll change before before the final team is named but I it's something needs to happen with our attack and I, and I think your attack starts with your hooker. your hooker touches the ball more than any player on the team and he stifles our attack so much that me I'd be bringing Corey Pakes in without question. All right. But, yeah, um, the Raiders, I mean, is there any changes with your mob, mate? I mean, I, I didn't read through the Raiders team, but they got any... If, it, if it's not broken, name in the same not or what?
2: but it is very broken, and we do need to fix it, but there's been no changes. So, um, you know, I, I, know, I reckon they're going to probably, because they're naming such big teams now, there'll probably be, like, a change. I reckon one of the forwards might get swapped out. They won't be able to... I don't think he's going to keep them there, dropping yeah, so okay. much ball. I think we've got a lot of forwards that are waiting. Nothing glaring. So nothing nothing we'll glaring. We'll see. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess this no, next one's
0: the, like the, the main story like that I've kept hearing throughout the week. Uh, mm. The Broncos' real issues laid yeah. bare amidst the off field brawl investigation.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna let you go first, principal, <laughs> and then I'll have my, my say on all of this. Angry room. Pain uh-huh.
2: He loves to like throw a punch and intimidate the <laughs> little people, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> But hang on, wasn't he the sober one? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Albert <laughs> Kelly the one that was drunk and like yeah. uh, I, annoying? I didn't say he was drunk. He just likes to intimidate people and punch them. Um, maybe not. But um, you know what? It's actually, yeah. this alone is probably not that much of an issue. It's probably just because it was in a, Smoke's mentioned in a message. It was sort of, um, when you first saw it, you think, oh, what's he done? He's just belted. You know, it was sort of just a disagreement most of the time this would happen. You wouldn't even hear about it. It was just because someone mm. videoed it. Um, but it does probably show yeah. like an underlying issue that yeah. Payne obviously, you know, he's got to, no matter what, what's happening, he needs to rein it in because it's only going to affect himself and, you know, his future prospects, I guess, and his team really, if he keeps doing yeah. this, it has been, what, three, three sort of incidents in the last three years, so it's not a big one, but it just, you know, they mm. they keep adding yeah. up and sort of piles on to, to something that's a big an issue. That's, that's the most disappointing thing about
1: it. That Yeah, and that that for me is the most disappointing thing about it. It's the fact that well, it was three times that he's had something go to the Integrity Unit. Now, this one, on the grand scheme of, you know, rating it a 10 in terms of it being a major issue, it's about... One out of ten. Like, really? Like, basically what happened is that it was after the, we beat the Bulldogs. This was a Sunday night match in Sydney. So the team was staying in Sydney overnight. He's got family in Sydney. He went out to dinner with his family. Didn't have any alcohol. Came back to the team hotel. Met up with the team there who were drinking at a bar. Albert Kelly was pissed. He was being a pest. He was stepping on his on his brand new shoes. So pain just grabbed him and said, Listen, mate, stop f***ing trying to ruin my shoes. And sort of gave him a bit of a shove. And... You know, is, is it ideal? Do you want, like, would it be better if it didn't happen? Yeah, it would. But f*** me, it's, it's really not that big a deal. I mean, the fact that what I find interesting is like, obviously, because it's playing house and there's been talk the last couple of weeks about, oh, teams are going to try and sign him up for lots of money and yada, yada. Is he happy at the Broncos? Now they're trying to use this as fuel to say, oh, he mustn't be happy at the club. That had nothing to do with how he's feeling at the club. If he wasn't happy at the club, he wouldn't be making two hundred meters a game every single week. So, but to to your point, principal, I do agree that these little things they do keep stacking up, and he's got to pull his head
2: in a little. bit. They seem to be um, they're all related. You know, look, don't yeah, I think get it's just because they're all related as well. They're, they're, it's a common theme, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's um, hmm. you know, needs to rain hmm. it in a fair bit. <laughs> it's um, but you know what, this yeah. This happens in teams all the time, you know. Latrell Mitchell and um, who is it? Jacob Host had punch ups at training the other day, and you know, oh, in, in a training yeah, setting, it's, training. it's fine. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know yeah. we don't even know. It was. I was surprised that that even had you know media attention around that. Like we shouldn't even know about this stuff half the time, to be honest. Like it doesn't, you know, just you think sometimes these little things, you know, they just sort of paint NRL in a negative light. So you sort of think as a fan that. The sport that you like watching is just, you're constantly just getting like all these little things. It's just, it's very frustrating.
0: I mean, it's just, I was going to say it sells papers, but it, it basically gets clicks, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting story. I know of Payne Haas, like I know nothing about football, but I know I've heard of the name Payne Haas and you know, oh, f- football is behaving badly. Yeah. Okay. That's a worth a click. And then it just, you know, just gets people interested.
1: Well, it gets people interested as well because of the narrative of the fact that, ah, oh, is he going to sign this extension with the Broncos, or is he in a couple of years going to leave to go to a new team? So it all plays together to make a, a fun story for the papers to you know fun narrative. For all me. right,
0: I'm moving on. Uh, we'll be getting a phone call on the way home. Kent calls out Dez over NRL crackdown. This
2: is good, and Kenny's right, man. Mm, I Kenny's like the- right. <laughs> <laughs> I watch this, and I, I th- this year, I thought. And, you know, this is before NRL 360 mentioned it. You were sort of thinking, you know what, the games are much better this year. You're not hearing six again 100 times a game. Like, literally, yeah. it was just... Last year, it was just sort of... You were just nearly deafened by this six again, six again, all game. Now, you know, it's evened off. I love the penalties from your own end because it actually turns a game. If if a team want to slow it down or, or whatever they want to do, they can... Um, you can you can go on the attack. You can basically get in position where you can attack the, in that set. And um, it's just a great rule. But then you've got... Now they're looking to crack down on this again. And you think, the games have been so close. It's sort of probably a nice hybrid between what it used to be with all the wrestle than what it was last year with no wrestle. But it was just... Teams have exploited that six again. It was just too much. Nice.
1: too over the top. Yeah. And, and look, it, the teams who... Yeah, the teams who've got the shits about it, the teams who... ...benefited the most from those those six again calls. A player like Tom Trubojevic, who was able to take advantage of that broken field play so well. Same with um, James Tedesco. Now, those two players, they're, they're still good. They, they have not been as effective this year as they were last year, so far. Uh, but here's the other thing, too. These players are that good, they'll yeah. eventually adjust to that. And, that. and they'll find ways around that to still be as effective in games. Um, so I, I'm with Kenny here. Like, I'd love the NRL to sit all the coaches down and say, you know what, you need to get on board with us. And just if we we set a set of rules, stop trying to find a way to exploit them, and try and promote the game. Like we're trying to make the game look a certain way, you guys keep finding a way to to try and drive that apart. And yeah, I'm with him on this, and 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 he's right. It would be coming from Manly, it would be coming from the Roosters, it'd be coming from those sorts of teams who have got those. Nippy players who love those tap-and-go sort of situations and, you know what, suck it up and deal with it. And the
2: NRL need to be tough with it. I've never understood how often and what the reasons why NRL change the rules so much. I mean, I understand the reasons why. They just It's all based on making Mm. the product viewer-friendly. They want to see those, you know, 60, 70-metre tries. But it's just crazy that we we adjust the game. So, you know, what, like the top five players you know the players we could list them can do those runs and you got you got all the other players that are constantly adapting yeah. their game and um yeah it's just crazy yeah. it's just, it you know it it's not a, it's to be honest in a yeah. is not a fair system regardless it favors the the bigger clubs and that's what this is yeah. basically saying as well and you know Todd Payton came out earlier in the week it's it's not not a fair system that the smaller clubs um, win yeah. on a very rare occasion and then you get the bigger clubs they, they, they win and they're meant to win and that's what it is.
1: That is the best segue into the next story.
2: Yes, I would like to introduce our
0: listeners to the Phil Gould section of the podcast.
2: It's almost like you knew what the next story we we're going to talk about was. Look, we're getting better at this um, podcast stuff. You are the segue king. 37 episodes of <laughs> rubbish and then, you know, this episode is... You know, mostly rubbish, but with a good segue. We've got and a good segue. And then one nugget of
0: gold. All right. Uh, they cheat better. Feel good. Clashes with Paul gallagher That's it. MRL well, principle are
2: why That's What are your, I mean, you smoke sure you agreed anyway. It's...
1: Well, that's it. No, it but again, I, I've always... Yeah. And I've been saying this for years. The, and I don't think it's a conscious thing by the referees to try and cheat teams out of, out of whatever. And they don't do it over glaringly obvious decisions. It's... When it's let's say you've got a team like the Storm versus the West Tigers,? Okay? Top team versus lowly ranked team. and you get a 50/50 call. The referees are unconsciously going, generally, most times, going to favor with the higher ranked team, because in, in unconsciousness, they're going to be thinking, well, it's highly unlikely that they would have made the mistake there it's more likely that the lesser team has made the mistake, so I'm going to rule in favour of the good team. Um, it sucks. It really does. I mean, I as a Bronco fan over the last 10 years, I've been on both sides of it. You know, I've been on the side where you do get those 50-50 calls and at the moment, we're at the lower end, and, and, and yeah. we cop a lot of it now. Um, we copped a few of them in, in the game against the Warriors. I'm not saying that's why we lost, but I'm sorry. Some of those... Um, on-report decisions against Tom Flegler were a joke. I'm sorry. They, he was a marked man. They they had They They had a, they had a. him on their tip sheet. Anything Tom Flegler does, we've got to watch it and we've got to penalise it. Um, Pat Carrigan gets a four- to six-week injury because someone does a cannonball tackle on him. We didn't even get a penalty for it. Um, so those sorts of things, you know, if you're a lower-ranked team, you, you generally
2: don't get that rub go your yeah. way. But, and I think um, it's also those... There's no real answer to it because it's the, the higher, referees are going to have You know the higher ranked teams, you know the teams that are meant to be there at the end of the year. They have the the really superstar players as well. So you're looking hmm. at Tedesco's and you're looking at people like that, T- Tommy Turbos and Cherry Evans. And when they, I think they hmm. also, not on purpose, maybe on purpose, they probably do it on purpose, but influence the referees in terms of you know they hmm. go up and say, hey, and this is what's happening in this game, and they can they use their their status yep. in the game and it's and the refs aren't doing it on purpose it's not like oh, alright but it's just that influence that you know you've got a Tedesco mm. walking over to you and saying and you know you've got the other yep. captain who might not be as bigger a mm. bigger player well mate mate, who was, who was the best at it
1: who was the best yeah, at Cameron, it of all time yeah. Cameron Smith Cameron Smith the ultimate influencer and it was because he was one of the best players in the game if not the best and the fact is, he was very smart with the way he dealt with the refs. He was always extremely polite with them, um, made his case in a measured manner every time, and that meant that when it came to 50 50 calls, a lot of them went in favour of the
2: storm. You always sort of felt that he could just sort of give a gl- sort of glance over at the ref, and <laughs> the ref just like, yep, all right, it's, it's approved. You know, it sort of got that feeling. I mean, it didn't happen that way, but it, you always thought he just that, that was his influence on the game.
1: It it reminds me of it reminds me of another meme I saw. Where it was just a picture of him talking to a ref, and the caption was saying like the ref was saying, "All right, Cameron, that's your thirteenth warning. If I have to say it again, <laughs> I'll give you another warning." <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, like,
0: <laughs> again, this is a podcast. That's a right. Very My descriptive skills are so that brilliant that everyone can, can just picture that in their
1: head brilliant. now. So, yep.
0: And our last story here, again, uh, Phil Gould struck down by a bad case of COVID on the eve of Bulldogs. How conveniently timed
1: so that he doesn't have to go up against his old club, he gets COVID. How convenient. No, look, you know, it's just, you know, bad timing. I'd, I'm sure he'd love to be there. Sure it it's for legit. It, but, um, Look, it's probably a good one for him to miss because they are a snowball's chance in hell of beating the Panthers. So good one to miss. Um, <laughs> Philip, yeah, that, and hopefully, hopefully you recover well. I actually don't mind Phil Good as much. Like back when I was younger, I couldn't stand him. I actually don't mind listening to him now. I think he's still got his moments where his bias shines through, but um, he's not too bad to listen. I've listened to his podcast
0: a few times. He's I don't mind bad. Phil
2: Good either, but I don't watch Channel 9 and I don't listen to him at all. So he's a lot better when you're not listening to him.
0: All right. Uh, some big, su- surprising uh, score lines the women's NRL. Uh, I thought Broncos were a shoo-in for the grand final. Well, they climbers. were. My good mate Smokes told me every they week. Were. Oh, they, they were. They were. And not only funnels. that, in this <laughs> game, mate. Well, well, oh, f- if Phantom was here, I'm sure he'd have some expert <laughs> <laughs> opinions about why the Roosters... You know eat. what? We were leading this game 16-0,
1: and then the Roosters had a player put in the sin bin. This was after about 15 or 20 minutes of the match. We should have f***ing rolled them. Instead... It's 16, 10 and a half time. And then the Roosters, Look, full credit to them. Amazing effort. They only won two out of five games going into the finals. Mm-hmm. They were lucky to even get there. They are only there because we built a Parramatta as much as we did. We should have beaten Parramatta by 12 points less. Then we wouldn't have had to play the Roosters. But, um, look, good on them. They've ended the Broncos' reign, which means, I guess what that does mean is we're guaranteed new premieres next week. Uh, with the Dragons defeating the Titans in a... Like that was a, that that was sort of a close game on the scoreboard, but I think they were up like 24-6 with not long to go, and the Titans got a couple of late ones. But look, so it puts the Dragons up against the Roosters, so guaranteed a new premieres for the first time. Um, I'm tipping the Dragons in that one. I think they're a really good team, and I think they'll take yeah, it Yeah, I don't
0: know. I can Roosters them have that one, but uh, we should probably have put a, a, a tip or a bet on that one. The
1: one thing I'd say about the Roosters, yeah, they're going to have a huge hit of confidence taking the Broncos out. Taking the Broncos out... Before a grand final, and they do have two world class centres. Their, their centres are the Australian centres, um, Jessica Surges and Isabel Kelly. So, really top class players. If they get them plenty of early ball, they can they can cause the Dragons some problems. So, um, so that game is at the Redcliffe Stadium as well on Sunday. The lead up to well that'll be on Channel Nine and Foxell and all that, so it'll be televised. Um, I'll probably sit down and watch it, I'm looking forward to it. That should be a pretty good game of footy. <laughs>
0: I'll try. <laughs> I'll give You've it my best it promises, shot. But I'll try <laughs> to watch that one. I seem to, I seem to just be distracted. <laughs> I've got that Xbox, man. I'm telling you. That tunic. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. Anyway. Uh, all right. Oh, on oh, to oh. your super coach. Updates. Oh, yeah. I think you guys oh, yeah. this time, well, so that's
1: good. Our total team score was... Well, that's it. Our total team score was 1,166. So every single week so far, we have improved our total team score which is what you want as a team. You want to build up as the season goes on and hit your, hit your top form at the end of the season. So we're, 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 we're improving nicely. Pappenau's in captain, 386 points. That's just superb. And uh, another strong performer for us, as I said, was uh, Mitch Moses. He got about 150. Uh, we may look at changes, but I don't know. I mean, we won our head-to-head again. So if it isn't broken, don't fix it. Keep going. Exactly. Exactly, just let them roll. All
0: right, on to uh, uh, beer bets. We I...
1: all traded, mate. We all ended up on the same. We each lost our beer bets and everyone took them, so...
2: Principal, what's your bet? Ricky's Revenge. Raiders will win. 13 plus. Let's chuck it in there. Let's go. <laughs> Against the storm. Upset. All right, right. I am you How many beers no, are on that? Two. Just two. Oh, how many beers? Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, Yeah, I'm taking that, and you know what? I'm confident in saying that Phantom will take that as well. Look, I'm going to tip, without Tom Trebojevic, that and away from home, that Manly will knock over Newcastle.
2: Ooh.
1: Yep, I'm still tipping Manly, Manly to beat Newcastle, win, without Tommy Turbo, um away from home.
2: Is Ponga playing? Uh, yeah, Ponga's there. They're pretty well, much I'll at full strength, way. Newcastle. Uh-huh. And two beers, uh-huh. yep.
0: Oh, Phantom. Uh, and then make up one for Phantom.
2: It's got to be something a bit crazy.
1: Uh, Rooster, Rooster twenty two plus, and I will take that. We'll take that.
0: I'll go twenty two. go to win twenty two plus, that's fair. Uh, we've plugged the Facebook page. That's Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast on Facebook. We've got a couple of minutes left, so let's get to some round five tips. Uh, all right, uh, Smokes.
1: Uh, okay, tips. Yeah, I'm going Manly. Manly in an upset. I think the Knights so are a bit on a bit of a slide. Manly are on manly the
0: up. And principal.
2: Yeah, I'm going Knights this one. I reckon Raiders yeah. made the Seagulls look pretty good last week. Phantom also has the Knights. Yeah.
0: And Phantom went Knights. Okay, New oh. Zealand versus Cowboys.
2: Oh, this is uh, just like a flip of the coin, I think, to this one. I'm going to go... Um, These first two are close, but the rest of them are all one-sided, I think. <laughs> I'll stick with Warriors. I don't know. I have no confidence in that at all.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go the Warriors as well.
0: Uh, all right, Broncos, Roosters?
1: Roosters. They'll annihilate us. Sponshire. Yeah, based on our form, they really? they should they should rip us really? a new a hole. Oh,
0: right.
1: I hope I'm wrong, but you know. All
0: right, fandoms yep. going. Roosters, principal.
1: That's right. You're not allowed uh, to tip the roosters Adam this Adam year. Reynolds. All
2: right. That's uh, right.
1: You're not allowed to tip the roosters, are you? You have to tip the Broncos. Just,
2: I would just like to say that at the end of the year, right, there's a winner, but then we're also going to just calculate my actual score. If one, I tip the Roosters, and two, if I didn't tip Raiders every week oh. that they weren't favourites, oh. so, 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 I would destroy to, to, this competition. To summarise, to summarise, sound, you're tipping like an the Broncos to me, but whatever, mate. I am tipping Adam Reynolds.
1: Well, there you go. You got to change. You got to change that to Adam Reynolds then.
0: Oh, uh, oh no, sorry, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Raiders and Storm. Smokes, uh, Storm. What are you doing?
1: Without question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Principal, I love you, and I'd love the Raiders to win, but I cannot see it happening.
2: The people's team. Right, Principal, Raiders? Not people's team. It's the people's ass. <laughs> By the end of the year, I'm going
0: to have All a right. Just <laughs> throwing that tip away. Um, Rabideaus and Dragons. The That's Rabideaus.
1: Right. It's interesting, isn't it? Because only about a month ago they played in the Charity Shield, and the Dragons were quite dominant. But uh, I think, at the moment, Rabideaus are looking good.
0: Uh <laughs> Phantom picked dragons. Well, that's because that's because that that's because he's a rooster's fan. Surprising
1: and hates, me not surprising uh, at the same time. Uh, the rabbits, so
0: yeah, rabbitos. All right, principal.
2: Yeah, rabbit The dragons will get destroyed in this one, I think. Rabbitos will take it away. All
0: right, uh, titans and eels. Uh, the eels—they're
2: starting to go pretty good. Titans, are...
0: how the yep. heck
2: are they playing each other again? They played
1: each other in round one, and it's now round five, and they're playing each other again. I mean, Eels. I don't know how it
2: works, because the Raiders are playing I didn't even realise that until well. just in, that's a Yeah, weird, that's weird. Yeah, it's a weird
1: That's, weird. that's weird. Oh, okay. Sharks across the board, sharks, isn't it? Sharks West Tigers. Sharks across the it's board. Works. No one's stupid sharks enough off the Tigers, around. are they?
0: Think... Yep. Sharks, Sharks, Sharks. And then Bulldogs, Panthers. I think it's another one where it's...
1: Oh, and even more so, Pen- Penrith by the length of the field.
2: Let's predict a score in this one. I'm going to say it's going to be 44-6. to
1: Oh, okay. We're doing think scores, score. are
2: we? Oh, I just thought for this game, why not? See how close we can get. I'll
1: say thirty-four to sixteen in favour
2: of the Panthers. All right. Oh,
0: I reckon it's gonna be like twenty-four six or something because I don't think bulldogs. We, should tip, the, um, we should tip the um. We should tip the women's
2: game as well. All right, this week the grand final. Yeah, we should. Oh, the women's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Roosters versus dragons, dragons. And I'll be going in I've got the Dragons. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm doing Dragons. You have to get
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, the Dragons only lost one game. and It was against the Broncos. It was only by four points. So um, I think the Dragons are um, a good bet. A yep. team on the up.
0: I reckon Roosters. Rooster, Rooster, man. That's okay. Uh, all right. We'll add that one to the... Uh, as a bit of a sure. fun, too. I'll tip, get you know, yeah. for that as well. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, remember to share this with your friends or give us a rating or a review. We'll be back next week, maybe the four of us, maybe the three of us again. Uh, as always, by Facebook, the Pub Talk Rugby League podcast group. Uh, and bye and see you all next week. See you Absolutely later, the Like,
2: share, subscribe. Go the Broncos. Woo! Fuck the Roosters. Hey, what happened to the singing this week? There's been no singing. Smokes. hey hey You're we're not... the broncos and we're not horsing around
1: i don't remember the rest of the <laughs> lyrics so let's all finish this now
0: yeah <laughs> yeah there's your outro boys that's your outro <laughs> all right oh, yeah, Gideon, signing off see <laughs> you later yeah.